It's Friday night, and the mood is right. We're gonna have some fun, show you how it's done, TGI, yep. All right, welcome to week number 159 of the Two Guys in the Fridays podcast. My name is Steven, that over there is Travis. That over there is Steve. That is me. I got a new email address. My other one just disappeared. Wait, you have like 10, so which one disappeared? Uh, the the photos one is gone. Oh, huh. Because uh, I guess the guy who made my website stopped paying for that server, and he forgot that I had my email through it. So, was it not a Gmail? I thought it was a Gmail address. It's like a Gmail workspace account or something. Okay, like yeah, I yeah, yeah. Pay for it and get it back, but I just made a new one. Oh, hey, uh, we're something. We're a TGIF podcast. TGIF we go back. Podcast. We watch all of TGIF exactly thirty years to the week after it airs. And uh, that's what we did this week. We've got a whole four brand new episodes for you. One show week. that I've never seen before. Three that I kind of remember. And uh, we'll be talking about all of them. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, before we get into that, though, let's uh, thanks Kylie for the theme song this week. Thanks, Kylie. Appreciate Not the it. new one I was hoping for this week. Uh, uh, we still have one coming? Well, we got a new one in. We I'm not sure a- we really want to play it. It's... I mean, we've played pretty bad. This is like, this guy said he was going to beatbox the, the theme song, and uh-huh. he literally just like beatboxed the beat that's behind the theme song, and I it's unrecognizable. It would really just, uh, it, would, would, it would be me just going. So here's the thing. I would argue that we have had un, unrecognizable themes before. Uh, second, we do tell people that we will play whatever they send us. I mean, I'm down. I'm down for it next week. But you know, I'll All right, let you next week, I mean, I'll let brand you week new something is going to start the show. It's not. It's not going to be a TGIF theme song, but we'll play it. Well, how about that? We'll play. That's fine. All right. Uh, we do look back at what was going on in the world 30 years ago. So these episodes that we watched this week would have aired when, Travis? They would have aired October 2nd, 1992. All right. So that week, uh, we'll start off with uh, September 29th. Okay. Magic Johnson announced his return to the NBA. Oh, Annou- I didn't know that he, he announced I didn't know it. He left. Never came back. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense. I was like, I didn't know that he came back, but okay, cool. Yeah. Well, he planned on it. And then I don't know if there was like a lot of pushback or what, but uh, he, he had, he already announced that he had. Yeah. 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 HIV? We talked about this on this show. I we think. did. Yeah. Okay. I thought, I think, I think I, I thought so. I wasn't sure. Yeah. So he announced he's coming back and they're like, eh, maybe not the best idea. So he never came back. Uh, I got a couple more, too. Uh, October 1st, 1992 was the debut of the Cartoon Network. Uh, then it was called the Cartoon Cable Network, but now we know it as the Cartoon Network, and it debuted on October the 1st, 1992. And now it's owned by Warner Brothers HBO, and they pretty much got rid of all of the content so they could get attacked right off. What They got rid of what? Like, a lot of the new projects and stuff that was kind of in... Uh, a lot of the content has been forever just forever deleted from okay. the world i'm sorry cartoon network fans october yeah. 3rd i will say though that, that that cartoon network panel we went to at new york comic-con that one time uh it was a lot of fun that was who did we see that was the mike tyson we saw mike tyson thing. yeah then there was that uh that show like the, the heart holler. she holler yeah with um Pat oswald and um oh, amy sedaris uh, amy sedaris yeah and then what was the other show was it boondocks yeah I think you're right. It was Boondocks. No. Yeah. Afro Samurai? 
No. no I think it was Boondocks. I think it was Boondocks. I don't think it was Afro Samurai because it didn't have any, none of the Afro Samurai people were there. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, that was a good panel. I mean, they it was. crammed it, was really it all good. in like an hour and it was, yeah. it was right up front. So that was cool. Yeah. October 3rd. I think we've talked about this on the show before, but finally. Technically, October 3rd is next week. Saving it for next week. October 3rd, we will talk about next week. I thought you said the 4th, but. I thought the second, right? I said the second. Second. Next week, we'll talk about that teaser alert. We've talked about it before. Teaser. It actually happens on the 3rd, though. That's all I'll yeah. say. What about movies and music? What, uh, what came out? Or what yeah, was number so one? no change in the, in the song. It's still Boys to Men, Into the Road. I, I, um, I forgot to go. I didn't realize it. Literally, it happened <laughs> yeah. like a week or two ago, and I was like, eh, I forgot about that. You'll have another opportunity. They come around with some frequency. Uh, movie, new movie, Last of the Mohicans. Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, Michael Never Mann seen it. directed. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's a little, it's Long. slow. I'm not sure if it's your, well, it's not, it's, it's right at two hours. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if it's your kind of movie. There's, a, there's definitely a lot of story. Uh, okay. it, it's slow up front, but it gets pretty good. All right. Last of the Mohicans. Maybe I'll check that one out. It's good. Any it was birthdays? filmed in North Carolina, even though it takes place in, you know, upstate New York. Okay. So, uh, no, no birthdays. No birthdays. All right. No birthdays. So like we said, we've got a full week of shows, so there's a lot to get into. We'll start off with our 8 p.m. slot. This is Family Matters. This is Season 4. This is Episode 2. The name of the episode is Hot Wheels. And uh, it starts off, we do get an Urkel intro. Uh, We've got Carl. He's uh, in the kitchen. He's dancing while he's making a huge sub sandwich that looks delicious right now. And uh, Steve comes in, and he's got a chair stuck to his butt, like a stool. Let's take a step back real quick. What did you say the name of this episode was? Hot Wheels? I told you. You watched the wrong episode. I texted you specifically <laughs> to tell you what the... So, I don't know. I can't remember where you watch it. I watch it on Apple. Um, and I did not ep- watch it on Apple, and it was still wrong. The This episode, Hot Wheels, is out of order. And the actual episode, oh, I don't man. have the name of it, is uh, something dance. Hold on. Let's see if I remember the episode, and then we'll talk about Hot Wheels another day. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me. I'm gonna pull up the name of the episode. It's ah, oh, man. I wish. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. How did four. everyone mess it up? Did it like was that actually episode so two? Here's but my, it just here's didn't my air? guess on on how this happens is that that it is actually made earlier. It has a, a earlier production. Yeah, code. yeah, yeah. And so when they when they kind of load stuff up, they load it in by the production code. Um, and, and so it's messed up, but dance to the music, which is the episode I told you to watch. Um, is the, I had a is busy the actual, week. It's still that's busy. fine. Uh, is the actual episode. So I'm so happy to lead the conversation here. Yeah. I'm trying to think like where, what's the name of it? Dance what? Dance to the music. So I know there's no Urkel dance cause that's already happened, right? Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, this was an opportunity and, and um, dance to the music. Is this, uh, is this Eddie who wants to be a dancer? Nope. No. No. All right. We only got a couple more left. Uh, is Ethel going to dance? Nope. Is that her name? Ethel or is that the grandmother in Dinosaurs? That's the grandma from Dinosaurs. You're thinking of Estelle, but I don't know. Man. Uh, all right. Who's dancing? Tell us about this episode. All right. So we start in the living room. Carl on the couch, lay down. He is sick and Harriet is taking care of him, has called into work to let him know he's not coming in. I don't know. I hope he he's is, all right. He, well, he's, he's got a cold. Uh, pretty bad cold. So uh, Harriet leaves. Steve comes in. Steve has got this like this push cart filled with board games, every board game you could think of. And the entire premise here, the entire setup is so that they can go through the whole go home. Steve, Steve's like, I'm here to help. I'm here to keep you company. 
Um, and then as Steve is leaving because Carl kicks him out, Carl feels bad and says, sorry, Steve. And Steve's like, I got that one. Let's play it. That's all. That's all it's set up just so uh, they can make a joke pretty good. about Steve needs sorry. to be careful, though. I mean, Carl might be contagious. Steve doesn't know what's going on. Be. This could have been be. the first like case of COVID-19 and no one would have known. <laughs> yeah, it could have been 30 years ago. Um, um, yeah. So that's, I, that's, yeah. The, that's your Urkel setup. So far, no idea what episode this is, but like, let's keep going. And you wouldn't based on that. Um, all right. So we're in the kitchen. Laura, Maxine, come in. And Laura's talking about getting her haircut. Turns out that she has been nominated for the Homecoming Queen. Oh, wow. Uh, Maxine's pretty upset because she wasn't nominated, but they get over that. It's been a few quickly. episodes since we've seen Maxine. This is the first time this it season, has probably, right? I think. Yeah, I think it is the first time this season that we have seen. I mean, it's only the what, second, second episode <laughs> of the season. But. Well, I mean, kind of third if they would put Hot Wheels where it's supposed to go. That's true. Well, we, uh, we, yeah, we have not seen Maxine and it is, uh, um, you know, so anyways, here she is. Uh, we find out that there is a boy that Laura wants to ask her to homecoming. His name is Ted Kern. Oh, he's, turns in, out he he's is, in the one that I watched too. <laughs> oh, is he? Well, it yeah. turns out he's a good guy. Seems like a good guy, athlete, good grades, nice dude. Now um, I'll tell you something real quick about this though. Like, tell me I, something I, I watched the episodes out of order, right? Uh-huh. But the episode that I watched was the debut of Ted. Like, this was the first time Laura had ever met so, him. So, I wonder, here's a theory, because if you remember last week, Family Matters was on reruns. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it was supposed to air last week, and there was some something that preempted it, you know, some kind of special news coverage. or that. I mean, obviously, there was some reason it didn't air. Yeah, I mean, Ross Perot did announce that he was running for president again this week. So, maybe that was, maybe that was part of it. Breaking maybe that, news. That, Maybe there was something that they had to get on the air uh, that pushed it to later in the season. So but, hold up. Before we continue to talk about this, do we know when Hot Wheels actually airs? We do. We is do. it yeah, next we ha- week or is it, it is not? It is not, no. Oh, they wow. push it to like the middle of the season. Um, it's going to be real confusing when Ted comes out trying to sell candy to Laura and she doesn't know who he is and he's been <laughs> in 14 episodes. Well, uh, he's not going to be in 14 episodes between now and then. Uh, January 15th, we'll see. We'll see the debut of Ted Ted Kern, who okay. is actually going to debut today. Um, all right. So he, so Laura wants Ted to ask her to the dance. Urkel comes in and Steve is asking her to the dance again for the multiple time. She says, no, thank you. And he's thrilled about that because typically it's like real harsh kicks her out of the kicks him out of the house type situation. So a no thank you is a vast improvement. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot better than her saying, like, not there's no chance, even if I was dead, that you'll ever go to some dance with me. Right, 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 right. And this is the first time we hear what becomes kind of an iconic line, the, uh, I'm wearing you down, baby. The We'll hear that throughout the show. What's the line? Starting here. I'm wearing you down, baby. Okay, okay. All right. I don't, um, don't so remember that to, at all, but. I don't either, but um, once I heard it and once I kind of read up on it, it We'll see it more throughout the show. Does the Steve Urkel doll say that when you pull the string? Uh, I don't know. I think the Steve Urkel doll probably came out before. And that's that, probably uh, just like, did I do that? Got any cheese? And, right. Uh, maybe, I've fallen. Fallen can't and I can't get up. Maybe. Yeah. Um, all right. So we go to the den. Carl is better. And uh, he says, Harriet, what? I've got you something. I got you something that you've always wanted, but you've never been able to get. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he is he has gotten her piano lessons because he, he caught a purse snatcher and the per, the lady that the purse snatcher stole the purse from is a piano teacher and has offered Carl free piano lessons. So he has offered them to, uh, to Harriet and she's going to now learn how to play the piano. Okay. Um, do they own a piano? It, they do actually. And it, it, you've, it's always been there okay. uh, at least for as long as I can remember, but evidently no one knew how to play. Well, I should say 
Um, we know Harry oh, didn't maybe. know how to play it. Maybe Rachel. Yeah, somebody might have known how to play it, but they they didn't. For what, they didn't bother to teach Harry at least. Um, go to the kitchen. Laura is on the phone with Steve. She is telling him, "Do not come over. I don't want you to come over right now." And as she's saying that, he walks through the door, dressed very I'm going to say like Flava Flav esque with you know not early '90s Flava Flav with like big baggy kind of leather pants and and big la- like leather hat and things like that. Uh, he has written a rap for her. No to, clock around uh, his neck, though, right? No, 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 no. He's got—I think he's got a chain, though, if I remember correctly. Okay. But no, no clock. Uh, he's written a rap to ask her again okay. to the dance. So he performs this rap. That's not bad. Um, she responds no in rap form. Uh, she has kind of a, a you know a freestyle that she does pretty good. Uh, and in that freestyle, she tells him to go play in traffic. Um, uh, back to the regular he, Laura response. Yeah, back to the regular. He begs her. He's like, please come on, come on, come on. And she's like, look. Steve, I want Ted Kearns. He, this is the first time Urkel is finding out that Ted Kearns is the uh, the, the the boy that Laura wants to go with. Um, and of course, Steve's like, well, I mean, he's pretty much perfect, so I can understand that. But that, uh, you know, she, he likes her and he wants to go with her and he's, he's kind of disappointed that's not going to happen. Uh, then we go to the school. It's after basketball practice. Uh, Steve pulls Ted aside and Steve, um, you know, Steve says, Hey, Ted, who are you going to dance with? He's like, I don't know. He's like, well, have you thought about asking Laura and Steve and Ted's like, Laura, she's the prettiest girl in the school. I don't have a chance. Plus I heard that she's turning down everyone that asked her. And Steve says, well, you know, it's because she wants you to ask her, Ted. Mm-hmm. And kind of remember this. Ted, Ted's like, Oh yeah, that's great. Then I, then I will. And, and, and then Ted says, Steve, why are you doing this? You, everyone knows that you are madly in love with Laura. And Steve, of course, says, all I want is for, for Laura to be happy and that I know she won't turn you down and, and that'll make her happy. Do we get a big audience all oh, in that part? Yeah, I don't remember. Probably. I'm sure it was very emotional for people. All right. Go to the den. Harriet's getting ready for piano lessons, waiting for this old lady to come by and, and teach her the piano. Carl is getting ready to go bowling. He is part of the fuzzballs. Uh, he goes by the name Master Blaster Winslow, and he Whoa. is ready. To, he is ready to go bowl. Bowling while, shirts, I'm assuming. Oh, this bowling shirt is like, like got tassels and uh-huh. like little pom poms hanging from it. It is, it is a lot. Master Blaster across the shoulders. Uh, you know, I don't. I didn't see any Master Blaster anywhere on the shirt, okay. but uh, it's a good shirt. Um, so doorbell rings. Carl goes to answer it. It is not this old woman. Uh-oh. It is a tall handsome man that is there ready to teach harriet oh the no piano. turns out that this is the woman's son uh his name is oscar she wasn't feeling well that night so she sent oscar to to do the lesson instead um turn and this is i really appreciate this because the reason she's not feeling well according to oscar is that she caught a cold from some fat overweight cop <laughs> uh, and of course this is a call back to the beginning yeah, yeah. which i like because otherwise the beginning would have made no sense at all except for a stupid joke about sorry no six steve though no six steve um so oscar oscar starts to go teach harriet and carl is getting pretty jealous how old did you say oscar is like harriet i mean maybe even a little bit younger. I would say okay. mid to late thirties at the most. Okay. Um, I will say Oscar is really flirty and really a little mm. more handsy than, than you really kind of need to be to teach someone how to play the piano. Uh, and so Carl's about to leave. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to sit right here and watch your lesson. Don't mind me. Do what you got to do. Um, and so 
that's what he does. He sits on the, on the Ottoman and, and just stares at them while they, while they start the lesson. Uh, so go from there to the dance. Everyone's at the dance, having a good time. Waldo has brought two girls to the dance. Uh, he wanted to ask one girl. So he did. She said yes. And he realized that neither of them have a car. So he asked another girl who had a car. She said yes. Uh, turns out though, that they just drove each other. The, the one girl with the car just drove the other girl because it, they only, she only had room and for one and Waldo had to take the bus, but regardless, he's got two dates. Remind me homecoming. Is that what we said? This was homecoming. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Steve is the punch monitor. And so he's serving drinks to everybody. Laura comes over. Steve's like, Hold on. You know, you look- pause real quick. Pause. They let Steve be the punch monitor when we already know that he has spiked punch before. He oh, no, he just drank punch. the spike. He punch. drank spike. That's right. Yeah, that was actually Waldo and uh, Chili B that, that spiked the punch. Are they banned from the dance at least? I mean, Waldo's there with two women. Oh. So, this, but this Waldo, let's 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 be honest. Waldo has turned his life around. That's he is true. not That's he is not the Waldo that we knew back then. Um so yeah, Laura comes over, Steve tells her that she looks beautiful. Um, a slow dance starts. Maxine is dancing with this one guy. She made a joke earlier in the episode about her date, how he's got one long leg and one short leg. So when they slow dance, they make little circles and we, we see that happening. Um, <laughs> I remember that. And then, then we got a Laura and Ted while they're dancing. Ted tells Laura that Steve told him to ask and Laura, you know, kind of has this whole look on her eye in her face where she's, you know, realizing what happened. And of course, yeah. appreciating that thing that Steve does for her a lot. Cut back to the house. Uh, piano lesson is wrapping up. Carl, quickly kicks Oscar out of the house does not give him any time to to you know say goodbye or have any kind of you know pleasantries kicks him out and Harriet's upset at Carl and says what's going on what are you doing and of course and Carl Carl immediately admits Carl says look I'm scared I'm old I'm getting you know I'm out of shape you're still young and vibrant and I'm scared I'm gonna lose you and and Harriet says don't worry. You're not going to lose me. We ch- I choose you, you choose me and and you're not going to you have no nothing to worry about. And that's enough for them to, you know, reconcile and be happy. Um go from there back to the dance. They are announcing the homecoming court. Uh Laura wins and she is the homecoming queen. Laura uh Laura has to now pick somebody to have her her homecoming queen dance with. She walks over to Ted, whispers something in his ear, and then, of course, turns to Steve and says, Steve, do you want to dance? Oh. And Steve is, you know, in, in awe and shock and tears and joy and all the, all the emotions and slowly comes over to dance with Laura. I thought that the song was going to end before they actually started dancing. Um, and it's just real sweet. They're dancing. And then that's kind of how the, the did show they, ends. Did they say why there was not a homecoming king? They didn't. They never got mm. to that. Um, They're like, how are we going to write it so she, so she ends up dancing with Steve at the end? He's not going to yeah. have a homecoming king. Let's just not know. have a homecoming king. Perfect. It almost seemed like they were going to do like a homecoming queen. She had her dance and a homecoming king. He had her dance. He had his dance. And then maybe uh, they have a dance together. They don't together. make them dance. Okay. All but right. they don't mention homecoming king at all. And no dudes lined uh, up there with Laura like about to be no, announced as winner no, or anything. Just the three girls that are nominated for queen. Um, do we know the other two? We don't. Yeah. So here's here's something that's kind of funny ish, I think. Um, so it was it was two black girls and a white girl. And for some reason, the white girl's name was Ebony. And I thought that was weird. Um, but, you know, that's just that's maybe just me. <laughs> so the um, the only other thing is that the end of the episode over the credits, it shows a bunch of kids dancing at the dance. And then there's a whole segment of Waldo like, breaking it down and oh. doing a doing like a Waldo dance. Um, yeah, What's I a Waldo like, dance look like? Robot? I mean, it's just, no, it's more like 
like kind of like hip hop, like 90s yeah, hip-hop. early nineties hip hop. A lot of like you know splits on the floor, Kid and play. back up. Uh, sure, I would say maybe even a little bit more athletic than Kid and Play. Okay, but that's it. That's I mean, the they episode did, you, they did you grab each other's ankles though. Kid and Play did. Oh, I don't remember in, that in the dance. No. Okay. No. All right. Well, I think I might have watched the rest of the episodes correctly. We'll find out. This is uh, your 830 slide. This is Step by Step. This is Season 2, Episode 3. Stuck on You is the name of the episode, which, interesting, has nothing to do with it now, but when I watched the wrong episode, a stool got stuck to Steve, and then this episode was called Stuck on You. (laughs) Okay. Really, the whole Family Matters episode that I watched could have been called Stuck on You. Well. Have you seen it? No, I can't remember. Okay. There's a lot, um, there's but a I will lot say of that, stuck on stuff going on. I will say that this, um, that thematically, this is very similar to the uh, Family Matters episode that I watched. So We start off. We've got a long intro clip, or at least I wrote a lot of notes on it for some reason. Uh, Carol and Frank, they're in the kitchen, and uh, Frank hurts his back, or he hurt it at work. So she's trying to, like, Rub his back, and I think she ends up eventually cracking it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Al comes down from upstairs, and she says, hey, I'm going to go to the park with Lori and Ted, who I don't think they immediately tell us that Ted is Lori's dad, but uh, Ted's a dude. Well, I thought they do. I thought they established that pretty quickly. I didn't establish it myself until a little later on, but uh, yeah. Okay. She's. I know Ted's an older dude. Lori, Ted, she's going to the park with him. Frank's jealous because uh, she's going to go play football with Fred, and Frank played football when he was in high school, I think, and uh, yeah, he's a little jealous. So, Well, what we find out, too, is that Frank, or Ted, excuse me, played football in the NFL. Yeah, like in the Super Bowl. He was a safety, I think. I don't remember the position, but yeah, he was in the Super Bowl. Um, so, yeah, that's going on. I think she goes off to do that. Uh, while this is going on, Cody also comes in. He's wearing a Velcro suit, like one of those ones that you kind of remember where like on Nickelodeon sure. game shows, like Guts yeah. and stuff, you would bounce off a trampoline and stick to a wall. Cody's got that on, and that's going to set up a lot of this episode, actually, because we find out... He was at the Family Fun Center actually playing on this fly on a wall or whatever they call it, Velcro wall. Yeah, they have a Velcro room. That's what it's called. And he, um, forgot, he forgot to return the suit. Yeah, he tells them that uh, you rent the suit for an hour. He forgot to return it. Um, and uh, he's like, oh, there's no no reason they were staring at me at the laundromat. And then he walks out <laughs> and he's got like underwear attached to his back. Aww. And Carol grabs a brawl on his way out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So after the theme song, we're now in the living room. JT is asking Karen about uh, dating this older girl that goes to their school. Um, she kind of laughs at him, but then gives him some advice. And uh, one of the biggest things that she offers to him is you need to fix your hair. You've got a little kid's cut. He's like, no, I don't. <laughs> Brendan walks in. He's like, mom gave me the same haircut as you. Now I don't feel like I'm in fifth grade anymore or something like that. And then uh, JT's like, all right, you're right. And uh, ends up having to uh, give her some money to fix his hair. Yeah, that's good stuff. So later in the kitchen, we've got uh, Frank getting home, excited to tell Al that uh, he actually got the two of them tickets to go watch a uh, Packers game, live NFL game. And she's excited, but then remembers 
Oh, I forgot. I've already made plans with Lori and Ted to go go-karting. And she kind of blows them off and goes and does that. Yeah, this is kind of lame, right? I mean, if you are... If your dad has fifty yard line tickets for the Packers mm-hmm. game, you you say you tell the other people. I think we can go. Hey, I'll go we'll go karting some other time tomorrow or the next yeah. day or literally any day. They're not. It's not a one time kind of deal thing. Right. Yeah. Right. So uh, Frank tells Carol that he thinks he's being replaced and he's getting a little jealous of uh, Ted, which she's noticing. And uh, Cody suggests that uh, they all go to the uh, the human fly room to kind of forget about things or whatever. Exactly. He wants he wants them to check it out. So eventually they all agree. Uh, because he's also got a new jump that he's gonna debut tonight. He wants everyone to see it. Oh, did it have a name? Fly on the window? Fly meets car. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds right. Like wind fly on the windshield or something like that, right? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now we're at this uh family fun center and it looks awesome. Um there's gotta be a laser tag in the back corner somewhere. Um not enough video games, but the entire like I don't know. Well, they probably got rid of like 15 video games just to, to put fit in this, this thing in there. To put in, yeah, the, uh, the Velcro wall. Yeah, because not only is this Velcro wall taking up like an entire wall, it, you also have this like running area where you pretty much have to run across the entire room to then bounce off the trampoline and stick on the wall. So yeah. what's in there? Just the fly on the wall thing right now and maybe some uh, tables? There were, other, there were other games and some tables and stuff, but not. they definitely no sacrificed ball. a lot of stuff to, to get it in there. All right. So that's where we're at now. Um, Cody goes, he does his jump that he wanted to show everyone. Everyone cheers for him. And then Al, Lori, and Ted show up. Mm-hmm. Do you think they have go-karts at this place? Or you think they went came here after go-karts? Afterwards. Unless they have, it's one of those things where they've got different sections. You know, like there's the go-kart Could be area. go-karts outside. Probably, probably like a laser tag section. And then there's got the like games section. Have you been to that one in Virginia Beach that has all that stuff? No, but I mean, there's, there's no the Velcro wall, but um, the go kart place in Richmond has pretty much all that. Yeah, um, this I'm not place saying any of it's like great. Cause, I mean, the go karts are really. This good, place but, I'm talking about is like uh, over by Pembroke Mall, where like Dick Sporting Goods used to be, or something. So look, here's what I remember when I used to live in Virginia Beach 30 years ago: uh-huh. is Discovery Zone, Discovery yeah, Zone, Roller right? Slide. Yeah, there was that. There was the laser place, laser tag place over by Linhaven Mall. Showbiz Pizza, and then there was Chuck E. Cheese, and then there was this giant warehouse by the laser tag place that opened up, and it was full of like carnival style rides and stuff like this. It was it was a lot like this actually, where it was just like random like stuff, like entertainment stuff. I feel Um, like I never went there. It was it had like a you know like kind of those. Fake, like semi fake ropes courses that they have at carnivals mm-hmm. that are like Indiana Jones themed. They had like one of those. What? Where was like this? a haunted house? It was like a warehouse over by. This that is for laser. no one, like, by the way, except for me and Travis. You know that you know you know where the laser tag place. Obviously, I know you know where the laser tag place yeah, was. Yeah. By so it was like in that building, next to it. behind it was a skate park at one point. Uh huh. I remember that. Not there. No, I don't know. It was it was like the one of the warehouses, like very close, if not next door to it, and it changed a lot. And it, it, it but I it lost my just... virginity in that parking lot. How do I not know about this place? <laughs> because you were too busy doing more important. That's things. probably right. Yeah. Um, okay, so where were we? We're talking about this arcade place. So yeah, they show up. They we were they were them showing. That's up. right. And Frank's not happy about it. He's like that guy Ted, and like Fred. I mean, Ted looks like. I don't know. Maybe he kind of looks like a football player. 
Sure. I mean, he's got that like square jaw, you know, yeah. he's a stout, stout dude. Um, Cody comes over and says, uh, I think he says this. Hey guys, they're having a fly on the wall competition where the winner gets right. to go to the state championships. And, uh, I think Ted kind of volunteers to enter right there. Well, right? Al says, Al says, man, that whoever does that is going to be the coolest person ever. And Ted kind of, I don't even know if he hears that, but he's like, yeah, I'll try it. That sounds fun. And then. Uh, Frank hears what Al says, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'm signing up for that. Absolutely. I'll this episode, I swear, they literally wrote the entire episode because they had access to this Velcro wall. That's cool. I would, too. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're a little later now. Uh, the family's getting home. They're talking about the uh, fly-on-the-wall competition. The kids go upstairs, and uh, we do... I think we already knew that Frank had entered and uh, Carol is now yelling at Frank for entering because, I mean, earlier in the episode, he had a hurt back and uh, he probably shouldn't be doing this. No. Mm-hmm. But uh, Al comes in, tells her dad how excited that she is that uh, that he's entering this competition and she has also invited all of her friends to come watch him uh, pull off some crazy moves. Yeah, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we go to the kitchen. Uh, Karen is doing JT's hair. Uh, it's in full curlers, by the way, like pink curlers. And uh, Dana comes in, makes fun of JT. And Karen makes a comment of like, oh, we can't leave this in too long. And then the phone rings and it's Bobby for Karen. So she has to leave. Go talk to Bobby. And I have a feeling it's going to be for too long since they just mentioned it. Right. Of course, this is like classic sitcom situation. Yep. So back at the Family Fun Center, um, Karen and JT show up, and JT has an afro. JT looks like the kid from Stranger Things. Yeah, Dustin, is that his name? Dustin. Um, So yeah, he's got a full-on fro going on because he was under the uh, curlers for way too long. Um, she says it isn't exactly what she had in mind, but uh, still says maybe she should go. He should go talk to uh, whatever this girl's name is. Judy. Judy, Judy, and Judy is played by um, uh, uh, Devin Odessa, who is Sharon, most famously from My So Called Life, oh, the like okay. former best friend of of Angela, and who's kind of always trying to get her to not hang out with all the bad kids. Um, so the girls laugh at JT, and JT leaves, and then the human fly competition starts. Right. Round one, we've got Cody, we've got Ted, we've got Frank. Is this it, or is there like another round? There's like the That's winner of this see. in the state That's championships. That's all we see. Yeah, I don't know. Cody goes up first. He does a pretty sweet 360 spin, lands uh, back like belly first on the wall. Mm-hmm. Judges give him a nine, a nine, and another nine. So that's where we're at for Cody. 27 sure. points. Ted goes up. Stunt double, you think? Or is this actually him? So I think that this guy is a stunt performer. Yeah. Um, so I think they probably, it was probably him. Ted goes up, does a full front flip, and then lands exactly the same position that Cody landed. Like, right side up, belly on the wall. This looks real hard to do. Yeah, absolutely. You got to have a real, like, tight tight turn there. 9, 10, 10. So Ted is in the lead. He's got a 29. Only Frank can come up to beat him. And uh, Carol's nervous, doesn't want him to go, says, uh, well, you know what? If Ted can go up there and he can do a flip, I can do a double flip. So we get a slow-mo. Frank is uh, running down the middle of the uh, Family Fun Center, does a flip, 
but lands upside down, does like a half flip. Uh, his, the judges come out and his scores are 9-1-1. I get the joke, right? 9-1-1, I get it. You have it's the same funny. problem I do? Because, come on, he doesn't deserve a 9-1 a one and a 1. He deserves a much higher score than that. Is that the problem you had, that he, he little, deserves better? A little different. Okay. I got a problem with judge number one. She, she can't pick any of these people to do better than the other. She gives everyone a 9 so I can understand that. That sounds that sounds fair. But she also started high, so she really didn't have a whole lot of. She kind of put herself in a in a hole, right? Like, you know, are flips better than twist? Probably. So you give the twist a nine. You're like, oh man, well I got to at least give a nine to the full flip. I would argue that a half flip is worth a, worth a nine if the twist is worth a nine. Um. So I, I think, I think I'm giving. Kinda, I think if I start off giving Cody a nine, I'm giving Ted a ten, and then uh, I'm giving Frank. I mean, an eight or something lower than a nine. You think a half flip is less less skillful than a full twist? Yeah, I think it is. Okay, all right. Well, I'll, let's agree on this. He deserves better than a one and a one. Yeah, at least fives yeah. minimum. Um, so sure. Frank's stuck now. He's upside down on this flywall, and he they have to like pull him down. And of course, he's in pain because of the Injured, earlier yeah. back issues that he had. So now we're at home. Uh, Carol's taking care of uh, injured Frank. Frank is still jealous about Ted. Al comes down. Carol leaves the two of them to talk, and she tells him that, uh, you know, Ted's a great guy, Dad, but uh, he doesn't do all the important stuff like you do, and no one can replace you, and I love you, Dad. And <laughs> of course. Settles it all. Uh, Cody, Cody comes in. Uh, we find out that Frank actually got an award. He got the black and blue ribbon for like the most like courageous person who shouldn't have been no, up there or something like well, that. Well, you're you're close. It's for having no business being there in the first place. Yeah. Uh Frank's still in pain. Cody cracks his back. He's all better. Uh we find out that he learned this uh, back cracking technique from <laughs> Ted. And uh Cody's like, Did you know he was a chiropractor for the Olympics? And uh, that's kind of the end of the episode. And we get a bonus credit scene. They've been doing this a lot for us. They Uh, have been. They have been. We've got uh, Karen who's fixing JT's hair to get all the curls out of it. The timer goes off. She takes off the towel. And now instead he's got spiky bleached blonde hair. She leaves before he gets a chance to look at it. He looks at it and then chases her out the door outside. What are, what are the chances are that next week his hair will look just like it did last week? Probably zero, because if this episode is like Family Matters, is going to be out of order, and I'm going to watch it 14 no, episodes this is order. in this advance is order. or something. So, no. yeah, that's uh, that's step-by-step for this week. Going into um, your 9 o'clock slot, <laughs> Dinosaurs, yep. Season Dinosaurs. 3, Episode 2, Baby Talk, a little callback from our uh, last season, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. And this season, well, kind of this season, we've got the... That's not, don't, baby talk is done. All right, we've got Ethel reading to baby. Um, baby's cheering at all the violent parts of the story. And uh, it's kind of like a dinosaur version of Bambi, except Bambi, instead of like, yeah, it is making friends with all of the forest animals. He, you know, starts to, to, to exact his revenge on the, on the hunters. Uh, Earl and Charlene are watching TV. They're watching a show called don't lift that heavy object. And, uh, the episode is important because on TV, someone says a dirty word. Yeah. Yeah. There's two dinos. So the whole, it's like a hidden camera show and there's two dinos picking up a piano and, and the guy gets upset, uh, cause he gets hurt and he yells smooth. I thought he said smooth at first and I was like, okay, I guess, but smooth hurts his back like Frank, another, yep. another 
you know, coincidence. And we find out what Smoo actually is, is it's the bottom of a dinosaur's feet. Now, and... I have a question. I have a question for you. Do you think that that is actually what Smoo is? Or do you think yeah. that that is yeah, yeah, the... Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Let, well, hold on, hold on. Do you, I, see, I'm not sure. I think that that is what Fran tells Baby oh. because that's the nice version of what Smoo is as opposed to what it actually is, which you, she does not want to tell Baby. Yeah, I'm thinking like... You got to think about like the bad words that we have now and most of them are to describe like body parts or like private areas of somebody and like back then I mean maybe the bottom of the feet were like one of these things that they yeah. gave a name for and I don't know that's what I got from it. I I was it was just something about the way she told him that yeah. made me think that she was trying to like not tell him the truth. Yeah, I mean it could go either way, for sure. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. Um all right. So, we then come to Earl and his coworkers. They're all talking about the TV show well, and uh, how smooth was set on TV. And I think it's important too just so, so we don't gloss over it is that Baby like really takes to it and oh, just keeps yeah. repeating it, repeating it, repeating it and he is he knows that he's but it's funny when he says it and but also not funny. Yeah, just kind of like any kid they would say a bad yeah. word, like parents would laugh for a second, but uh yeah. eventually probably get in trouble for it. So Ridgefield calls in Earl. Um, I mean, I'm thinking it's probably something bad, but actually tells him uh, that the off the higher up said that we need to start doing some incentives to work harder, and he worked the hardest last month, so uh, he gets a little prize, like a gift. And what does he give him? Like a little pin or something? Staple. It's, oh, it's a staple. A staple. Here, here's a staple. And uh, as this is going, because he on, looks around on his desk and he sees a stapler and he. Clicks it once and hands on the staple. For some reason, I thought it was one of those like notarizers, like the little like to put a stamp on someone's thing. That nah, was stable. Stable. Okay. Uh, Fran and Baby show up, and uh, because uh, Earl forgot his lunch, Baby says "smoo" again. Then ends up calling Ridgefield a "smoo," which uh, makes Ridgefield furious because yeah, "smoo's" bad. And they're like trying to explain, like, "Oh no, that's not what he said. That's not at all what he said." But it is. Um, so Fran and Baby leave, leaving the two of them, and we don't really see what happens after that. Right. Uh, well, we do. I guess we find out in this next scene. Uh, we're back at home. Uh, Fran is trying to wash Baby's mouth out with soap, and it's funny because like there's like soap bubbles going up in the air, and whenever any of them pop, it says, smooth, smooth, <laughs> which is pretty good. Um, Earl gets home. He's got a kick me sign on the back. He's in pain. I guess that's what Ridgefield did as punishment, like throw a kick me sign on his back. So everyone kicked him. And apparently he has well, a big he, hole high inside, like right, a, a, right. a wound behind the uh, kick me sign as well. Right, right, right. Um, they start watching the news. Of course, there's a story about Smoo being said on TV. Um, Fran's like, you know what, Earl? You need to play with baby instead of watching TV. Um, you need to spend more time with baby. And... Uh, he does. He goes and he's doing all kinds of like games and dances and stuff. And baby's loving it. Like baby loves everything that uh, Earl is doing with him, giving him attention. Right. So um, then Earl's like, all right, enough is enough. He gets tired of it. He's like, I shouldn't have to spend all this time with you. Uh, that's what TV's for. And he turns the TV <laughs> back on and it's the Smoo show. They actually made a whole entire well, no, show. No, 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 no. It's not the Smoo show yet because at first it's they turn on the news and it's just the first thing they hear on the news is Smoo because this is a big deal. No, no, I talked somebody... about that. That was before they oh, started I missed that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. All right, so, then yeah, Smoo show. I'm, I yeah. apologize. After they play, then the Smoo show comes on. Fran walks in, tells him, turn off the TV. And she's like, you know what? The TV's going to stay off until 
we're all sure that it's safe to watch TV. And Earl jumps on. This is very much like the, the last week episode of or the last episode we saw the potty training episode where Earl's like, well, I'm going to fix that and and decides to call the network to give him a piece of his mind. Yeah. So he calls the network and they hang up on him. <laughs> right. And then Earl. They were, well, they were also really confused. They're like, why? You're complaining about television. No one's ever complained about television. What are you what are you what are you doing? Yeah, but Earl uh, declares that he will be heard, and uh, that's where we go now. We've, we're at a neighborhood meeting that uh, has been called by Earl. Everyone's at the Sinclair's house, and uh, everyone's upset that they now have to play with their kids and give them attention, and the TV can't do it for them. Yeah, something else that happens here, which is important, is that uh, Baby wants Ethel to read to him, and Ethel goes over to start to read to him, but he says smoo. And she's like, nope, if you're going to say that, I'm not going to read you. And she just dips out. She's she's not going to do it. Yeah. Um, also, uh, everyone's blaming the network for the reason why uh, mm-hmm. all this is going on. And Fran suggests that maybe we should just control our own kids and we should control what they watch and what they don't watch. But everyone else wants to blame the network for all of this, that the TV's all. No one's able to watch TV anymore. Right. So um, we know that they all go off to protest, and now we have a scene from Earl coming back home from the protests, and uh, there's a commercial on TV. We find out that the Smoo Show is now on seven days a week. This protest has not helped. It's only, uh, I guess, made it worse. Well, they've also added the Flark Show and Kiss My Glick, so yeah, things are worse. Yep, we found out about a couple more words, which uh, have been turned into TV shows. Uh, Fran suggests to turn it off. He says no. He should not have to entertain his kids. This is the network's job. And Earl decides the next step is to go all the way up to the elders. And that's what he does. He goes to the elders, tells them the issue, tells them that he wants Smoo removed from TV, and the elders agree. They decide they'll take that off. And not only that, uh, they're also going to remove all the other words, uh, Flark and Gleck and uh, and Tushy and Dad... (laughs) All these words are now banned from TV, and the elders suggest that even more, you should make a list, or we should make a list of all the words and ideas that should be banned from television. Right. And so we cut to a list of items. Yep. At least 64 items long. Yep. Uh, everyone's looking at it at, at uh, on the job site, Earl and all of his coworkers. Um, we see this list. They're going through it. We go back to the house. Uh, TV's back on. But the problem is now all the TV's boring. No one's talking about the stuff that they want to watch. Uh, no one's, uh, I mean, it's all just well, they, super they vanilla. They show like a debate. Yeah, they show a debate show. And the debate show was like, what do you think of flowers? And the one person's like, uh, I like flowers. And the other person's like, I like flowers too. And because they can't talk about anything else. They, one of the rules of the list, they can't even talk about the list. <laughs> uh, Earl comes home. And uh, he's wearing pants now, because if you yes. remember, no one on dinosaurs wear pants. They just uh, they're just wearing tops. And uh, mm-hmm. Earl has pants on, and uh, he also gives Fran a pack of pantyhose, because now women have to wear pantyhose too. All this stuff is changing. Men are wearing pants. Women are wearing pantyhose. And uh, Earl and Fran both agree that the best way to fix a family problem is handle it at home. Right. And Earl still thinks it's too much work being a parent. And tells uh, what right here? And tells Ethel to hand over the book because I guess he's going to read to baby. Is that what happens? You skipped a whole part. It's really important. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because during this kind of 
close conversation before they come to this conclusion. Um, baby is trying to get Ethel to read to him and Ethel reminds baby that she will not read to him as long as he's saying smoo and baby says, okay, I'll stop. And then Ethel goes and reads to him. And that's when Fran and Earl have the realization that they have the ability to, you know, control what happens in their house. Uh, so they're going to do that. And, and that's why he asked her for the book so he can read to baby and be more of a active parent. And that's it. That's dinosaurs for the week. It's dinosaurs. 930. It's Camp Wilder. It's the third episode. Uh, the first kiss is the name of the episode. And uh, we start off, we've got uh, Ricky coming downstairs to uh, Dorfman, who can't remember what he was doing, why he's <laughs> even there. Um, so you suggest, you know what, Dorfman, you should probably like get a job or do something important. And he's like, oh, yeah, useful. useful. That's right. I remember what I was supposed to be doing. And then as he's saying this, you hear Brody get electrocuted in the other room. And Ricky's like, were you supposed to turn off the electricity? <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's what he was supposed to be doing. Turning it there off so Brody could change the light bulb. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so after our uh, theme song, we come back to Melissa, who is on the doorstep with a boy. Um, yes, of course, I marked, I wrote who this boy was. Um, very yeah. excited for this cameo. Well, hopefully it's more than a cameo, <laughs> but I don't think it will be. Uh, you might know him as uh, Pinsky from Salute Your Shorts. You might know him as uh, one of the band members from Rilo Kylie. Uh, Blake Sennett is his name, and uh, definitely a, a favorite of mine from Salute Your Shorts. And of, of course, more relevant to TGIF, you might know him as Joey the Rat, one of the two bullies on Boy Meets World. Oh, that's right. He is in that. I forgot about that. Yep. Um, yeah. So Brody comes home as uh, the two of them are on the doorstep and they're being like, I mean, you could they're tell super like, awkward. both super of them awkward. are thinking about maybe kissing the other one because we know the yeah. name of the episode, but like no one's really they're saying anything. No one's going for it. Brody comes home, starts teasing her. Sophie comes out. The kiss almost happens like multiple times. But like you said, they're both being super nervous. Yeah. Everyone also keeps just messing with them. Like Sophie comes out to say, like, hey, can I play with your your horse, horse collection? collection? And and Melissa says, <laughs> I gave that to I you, gave like that years, you years, ago. years ago. It's like, all right, horse collection. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the kiss doesn't happen. Uh Melissa comes in uh to Brody and Danielle and Beth. Well, they do all... though agree to have a, to get together later to study. Yeah, we do have that. Uh Brody, Danielle, and Beth are all inside, like trying to I don't know if trying to see if it happened or what, but uh they talk to her about kissing and both Danielle and Beth kind of have different approaches, different theories. Um, one of them says, you got to make the first move. The other one says, you got to take your time. And uh, she doesn't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, she's just trying to figure it out. Yep. Uh, Ricky's leaving for work, uh, wondering where Dorfman is. And uh, Melissa talks to Ricky about kissing. And Ricky tells Melissa, well, I think you just got to go for it. And then uh, Rob is on the phone he actually called melissa oh, that's right brody answers and i don't know if we hear any of the conversation or what happens here. no i think it's just another opportunity for brody to give her a hard time yeah um then we go to the hospital uh dorfman's there we find out he uh took the advice of ricky to do something a little useful a little important and he is now volunteering at the hospital during all of ricky's shifts yeah during all of ricky's shifts um she wishes that he wasn't there but uh, that's what's set up now. We've got Dorfman working at the hospital. We go back right. to the house. We're in the kitchen. Um, Sophie walks into Melissa practicing kissing on a peach. The doorbell Which just ring. reminded me of Face Off and Nicolas Cage, but no, whatever. <laughs> uh, 
the doorbell rings. Melissa asks uh, ask them, like the family, just leave us alone for a little bit. And uh, while her and Rob are there, and uh, she goes and gets the door, it's Rob. They go sit on the couch, and they're just right back to where they were on the front step. Super awkward. Super awkward, barely talking, uh, thinking about this kiss, I guess. Brody walks in eating the peach that Melissa was uh, practicing with, which is pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, more awkwardness. Eventually, though, um, while Brody is like grabbing something off the table or like leaning over, she. You're talking swoops. about not, not Brody, not Brody. Oh, I'm sorry, Rob, Rob. Rob. Uh, she swoops in as he's not looking and just smacks one right on his lips. She jumps on him. She doesn't swoop in. She pounces on him. Pounce, swoop, call it whatever you want. But uh, as this kiss happens, uh, she was chewing some gum and it has fallen out of her mouth into Rob's mouth, which immediately causes him to choke and pass out on the table in front of her. Yes. Um, now we're at the hospital because, uh, apparently that's where Rob went. Uh, Melissa, Sophie and Brody are there. They're all in the waiting room. Uh, Dorfman comes in cause we know he's volunteering there. Uh, he finds out from Brody that a uh, volunteer means that you don't get paid. So he didn't, he didn't even know that that's what was going on. And then Melissa is just worried because she thinks everyone at school is going to know what happened and no one's ever going to want to kiss her because she pretty much killed somebody. Yeah. First time kiss, killed somebody. Uh, Ricky comes out, tell everyone that, uh, Rob's fine. There's no issues. It's going to be fine. Uh, yeah, she talks, talks Melissa through it. Uh, Melissa actually blames Ricky for all of this even happening. She said it was her problem or her fault that she went in for it because that's what she told her to do. Uh, but Melissa feels bad. She's embarrassed. She's worried about ever kissing again. And, uh, Ricky's like, uh, you just have to try again. Just find someone else. Eventually it'll work out. And then Rob comes out from his uh, patient room or whatever. I, was that his mom? Because I think it was his mom. I think I'm gonna say it was his mom. Okay, it's either his mom or his brother, and I couldn't tell because we have such a poor quality. Of it's story. a poor quality, I, and and also the IMDb says Seth Green was in this episode, but it gives him a name, and he was not in the credits. So I think it's just IMDb is just wrong. Um, but I, I watched that a couple times too because I was like, maybe that's Seth Green. No but way. I'm There's pretty no sure way that's Seth Green. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was his mom. Where would Seth Green that, be? I'm trying that's to That's how bad I, well nowhere because nowhere, there's no right? other there's no other kid care, especially with a name. Like, it could have been in a hospital bed. Like when they go It was all think, adults. That's what it I was thought. all adults. I don't know. But it was all like I said, he also has a named character. Hmm. So um, maybe he's in I, another I episode. I, maybe they should put him on one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's the case. All right. So um Rob comes out of this hospital room with his mom and terrified. he's yeah, terrified. He runs away from Melissa, who now is just like, Oh man, totally uncalled for never gonna happen. So Melissa runs off in embarrassment. Ricky, oddly, I don't know, this weird like doctor scene here where like she goes in the other room and there's like this side little story about some guy who escaped from the psych ward and comes down pretending to be a doctor and they're short on doctors. So he tells Dorfman that he needs to put a doctor's outfit on and go take care of some patients. And then they find it was real weird. Like, why was that in there? Well, there's this whole thing they're trying to establish that just the whole place is short-staffed and chaotic, and and this is one way they do it that, I don't know, doesn't really work as well. Yeah, so they show Melissa kind of like wandering around the hospital. She ends up going into a patient's room, and uh, 
it's an odd scene too. I feel like uh, she goes into this kid's room, who's I guess like a, ca- a cancer patient, right? Yeah, yeah. His, his name, this kid's name is David. It is definitely not Seth Green. It's Jarrett Rushton, who you might recognize from uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. He was one of the neighbor kids in that okay. movie. Um, definitely not Seth Green. <laughs> so she goes into this room. Uh, the boy's parents are like passed out sleeping next to her because I mean I'm sure they've been at the hospital every day all day with oh, him. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. David, the kid in the bed, um, is kind of like explaining things to her, like he's not sure how much time he has to live, kind of stuff. And uh, he tells her that sometimes it's tough, and uh, the only thing you can do is just wake up every morning, and uh, that's kind of like the best thing. Yeah, he's also very complimentary towards her. He is, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, she goes to leave after they have like this long conversation that I guess she feels, I don't know, like it was weird. It's just, they just kind of had these, the best moment. They had kind of like connect on this, this moment. And so she feels that, that she can make this kind of move. Yeah. So she leaves, comes back, kisses him. And, uh, he's like, I think you cured me. <laughs> just, I don't know. Not great. <laughs> I, I disagree. I don't have, I, I don't, it wasn't as cringy for me as okay. it sounds like it was for you. I'd seem like a very, stereotypical sitcom kind of thing. I don't know. I didn't, didn't strike me as too weird. So then we have Melissa. Uh, she's now in the prayer room in the uh, hospital. Um, Ricky finds her there and Melissa tells Ricky, she took her advice and uh, tells her that she kissed another boy. And uh, Ricky tells her, I didn't really want you just to go around kissing other boys. And she says, <laughs> no, not like that. This was someone that was really special. And then she's yeah. like, are you going to see him again? And then she says, I hope so. And then that's the end of the episode. Are we going to see him again or is David dead? I don't think we see him again. David dies from cancer. I'm write that down. And we do get a credit <laughs> scene, though. Um, credit scene with uh, Ricky and Dorfman leaving the hospital. Dorfman's talking about like the Three Stooges. And then tries to uh, take Ricky out to a bar and unwind at her house, but she's not having it. Yeah, that's it. So that's it. That's our uh, full week of TGIF. Another one in the books. Uh, next week on the show, I'm assuming four new episodes, right? You would be wrong. We I have three new wrong. episodes next week. We have Family Matter, Season 4, Episode 3, Step by Step, Season 2, Episode 4, Dinosaurs on reruns again. Camp Wilder, Season 1, Episode 4. So Family Matter, Step by Step, Camp Wilder. Okay. Uh, make sure you're following us on all social media. I know we didn't mention this in the beginning, but uh, we're everywhere at TGIFCast. We also have a pretty easy to remember uh, email address. If you can remember TGIFCast, just do TGIFCast at gmail.com. We're on YouTube. Find us. Thanks again to. Uh, do you remember who did the theme song this week? Because I don't. Oh. It was Kylie. Thank you, Kylie. Thanks, Kylie. Hey, I do want to mention one more thing before we go. Sure. Um, Luis, our our fan friend, yeah. buddy, sent us a, a message. Uh, Dale McRaven, who I was not familiar with until Luis pointed him out, who was one of the creators of Perfect Strangers, died this week. He was 83, so sorry about that. Oh, creator of Perfect Strangers, that we said? Yeah, he was a creator of Perfect Strangers. He oh, also wow. uh, created Mork and Mindy back in the day. Obviously, you know, that's a big deal, but Perfect Strangers is more up our alley. Um, so, yeah. Just wanted to say that happened. Next week on the show, three new episodes. I'm excited. I kind of get, oh, we should probably rank them, right? We didn't do that either. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Um, I'm not ready. You can go. 
Wilder's at four for me. I know that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. Step by steps at three. I think. Uh, step by steps gonna be my number one. So I'm gonna do Wilder at four. Uh, dinosaurs at three. Yeah, I think Family Matters at two, and then um, Step by Step at one. Not the strongest week, I don't think. It wasn't. It wasn't a strong week. I agree. But uh, in a few weeks, you'll get to watch what I watch for Family Matters, and then you'll have a good episode. Good. I'm excited. <laughs> Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. My kid loves Hot Wheels. All right, man. Anything else, Steve? No, that's it. All right. Have a good week. You got it, dude. It's Friday night. And the mood is right. We're going to have some fun. Show you how it's done. TGIF. TBA Podcast.